everyone, welcome to At This Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Lynn. Join me for conversations with people in the theater world. You never know who's going to show up or what we'll talk about. So silence your cell phones. The show is about to begin. I found out about my guests today when I heard an early demo for a show, Bonnie and Clyde. You guys heard me mention that maybe one or two times before on the show. I had no idea who she was until a few years later when I saw her in a show. She just released her first single, Daydream, which is available wherever you listen to music. Please welcome Brandy Burkhart. Hi, Brandy. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, we've known each other for a while. Yeah. We've known each other for a while. We haven't seen each other for a while, though. And I thought we saw each other this past May, but then you're like, no, it's been a year. And I'm like, wow, time flies. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, I did a show at the Green Room and at Green Room 42, and you came. You were like... It was so good to see you. I miss New York and being connected to that energy. And you're so much a part of that for me. Yeah, we miss you in New York. Broadway misses you. Well, or maybe I miss you on Broadway. I don't know. Same. <laughs> like I said, you just released your first single, Daydream. And um, what inspired you to write this song? This whole project that I'm embarking on has kind of been a labor of love. I had written, I had been a writer uh, before even being on Broadway and being on TV and stuff. So it was something that I feel like I'm coming back to. I had done a show right after COVID. And for some reason, it occurred to me that I've never put out my own music. And so I just decided I was like, okay, well, now's the time. Now's the time. When am I going to do it? If not now? Um, I've been asking myself that a lot, like, if not now, when? Um, And the answer is now. Yeah. So then I started embarking on this journey. And I have a bunch of songs that I'm looking forward to sharing with everyone in so many different genres, too. But I wanted to release my pop stuff first. Yeah. So and this started this felt like the first release because everything kind of starts with that dream and that vision. And that's so much a part of my creative process. I really wanted to share that. And it felt it just felt fitting. Okay, so more music is on the way, right? So so we're going to get transparency and candy kiss also. Oh, yeah. Uh, transparency will be next actually I'm deciding it's in October but uh yeah we'll see I'll make an announcement (laughs) okay great 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 okay so who are your musical inspirations like who do you listen to that's a good question it's really an eclectic mix I love Blondie I love the coup the band I love uh I love Madonna and Janet Jackson Steely Dan is a big favorite they have some like jazzy influences I really run the gamut, I think. Um, I really like a lot of soul music, too, uh, like, the, like the Spinners. I don't know if you know them. You probably do if you heard their song. And I'm like, could it be in love? Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Groovy tunes. Yeah. So I, I tend to listen to things that make me feel good. Well, we, were, we, we, have, we would have the same musical taste because we were both born around the same time. So we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we both know yeah. the same music, though. So. I also miss that, like, that real, like, poppy, happy Janet Jackson Mariah vibe. So I mm-hmm. have some of those kind of things coming up, too. And uh, I'm excited to share. Like, I wish I could give it to you all at once. But I have to, like, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a process for when you write songs? Or do you just kind of, like, feel like an inspiration, write something down, go back to it later? Sometimes it'll be, uh, like, transparency. I wrote in the middle of the night, woke up, and started playing something and it was like well four in the morning I woke up and I like couldn't I was like wait I have to 
I guess I was like going through something. I think I was frustrated and um, it was like what I wanted to say to someone. So I finally, I just sat down and it just all came out all at once. That one just came out all at once. But sometimes I'll just get like a chorus. Sometimes I'll be walking my dog and I'll just like get it in my, in my body, something in my body <laughs> and it'll come out. Sometimes I write to a track. So it depends. I try to look for inspiration wherever and just put it down on my phone or I'll sit down and play if I have an idea. But it usually comes from anywhere uh, or everywhere. If you're just like listening, if you're trying to be receptive to it, I always think of it more as listening than as making it because the making comes after the listening part, I think. So I kind of listen, put your antennas up and kind of like, oh, what's going on? What am I feeling? It sounds really weird, but <laughs> that's my process. <laughs> Listen, everybody has a different process, so. Yeah. <laughs> and so you also wrote music with John Legend? I did. Oh, you see, that's like the right after college days in New York, not quite sure what's going on. And, you know, when you're running around town, like going to auditions and like, what am I doing? I actually met him at the bitter end. He was doing a, an artist showcase for like ASCAP or BMI, one of the music publishing houses. And I really loved his stuff. I was like, wow, you have a really unique voice and sound. And so we got together and had writing sessions. All of the songs kind of really sounded like him though. So I was like, <laughs> these aren't really my songs, but cool you know <laughs> and you know it's no surprise what happened to him exactly yeah. like hey john could you use some help right now like <laughs> right, <I know. laughs> so let's jump into a bit of broadway so the first show i saw you in was mama mia you were sophie do you feel like you're anything like sophie because sophie's kind of like a dreamer in the yes actually she could sing Daydream. so in that yeah in that regard um she definitely has big ideas Phyllida Lloyd always talked about Sophie's relationship with the moon. So like on that, I have a dream. That's always, that's definitely part of, of Daydream for sure. And I love ABBA's music. It's so poppy and so happy. And that's what I want to share and do. And part, and you know, that is definitely a musical influence for me for sure. Um, I really love their melodies and uh, it seems so simple, but it's, it's so satisfying. It's like, uh, yeah. Uh, but yes, I'm very much like Sophie in that regard, for sure. So actually, I'm lying. The first show I saw you in was actually a compilation show. I just don't oh, remember really? which one. But I was there to see somebody else. And you happened to be there. Okay. And you opened your mouth. And I'm like, oh, that's Bonnie. Oh. Yeah. So because I heard the Bonnie and Clyde demo. So so did you ever hope to play Bonnie in a, like an actual production of Bonnie and Clyde? I did. There was a... I was uh, certainly interested in playing Bonnie. Um, I really loved that journey and uh, I don't get to play very dangerous things very often. So um, that's, that was really fun. Yeah. And I really loved that score. It was kind of grittier and dirtier um, and still like powerful. So yeah, I really loved it. It's always, I mean, cause Bonnie Clyde's my, my favorite show. So it's, it's really interesting for me to see like how much the songs have changed from that. So your demo was like 2008. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So from like the change of all those songs. Yeah. From that, whatever. But I always like find myself like in my head singing like hash browns. <laughs> like, that was my favorite. Oh my gosh. I really love that song. so catchy. That song is not in the show, is it? No. No, that was, that was a real, that one felt so much like the town. Like it felt like the world 
But yeah. then I don't know how that changed in rehearsals. And you know what? I, I give them props for, for being able to cut a song like that because it's a really good song. Because, you know, look, you got to work with the team that you have and the, and the actor you have in the room. And they really, uh, the creatives there, they really play to the strength of the actors that they chose. So, yeah, good for them. Yeah. Short Oral World is the song we're talking about, by the way. <laughs> and Michael Lanning, Michael Lanning is also on that song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, well, he went to Broadway. Oh, yeah. For the, sure. for, with the production or whatever. But he, he, so in an earlier demo, whatever, he did sing for Clyde. There are a lot of Bonnies and Clydes on a lot of demos. <laughs> for anybody yeah. that follows Bonnie and Clyde, like I do, there's a, there's a lot of demos. There's a lot of different people that have played each character. So check them out. They're around. <laughs> so you made your Broadway debut in A Tale of Two Cities. Mm-hmm. So you didn't. So not only did you play Lucy, we originated that role on Broadway. You also reprised your role in London and for PBS, and obviously the cast recording. So did the show change much from Broadway to London to PBS? Were there different variations of that, or was it mostly the same show? It was mostly the same uh, in terms of the action but uh we had to we had a narrator do the uh so we didn't have the whole book so it was like a, a more succinct version like a 90 minute version something like that um and we had uh british actors as well as american actors mm-hmm. before you got to broadway you did a lot of musicals in high school what kind of mus- I did. What, what musicals did you do in high school <laughs> i in high school i did by ray birdie and Oklahoma, and Sound of Music. Those were, those were the three. Yeah. And you recently did Sound of Music again, right? I know. You know, I hadn't done it since high school, which was mm-hmm. an interesting <laughs> thing to revisit. That's a, it's a tough show because there's all the kids, you know, lots yeah. of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Maria feels like she's running around a lot. Yeah. And also, like I found Mary Poppins the same way, like very. Difficult in that you're just like running off stage to change and running right back going. Yeah, those are fun productions, though. But you also got to play Mary Poppins for a a few seconds in front of Julie Andrews. Oh, my gosh. I know. That was crazy. The the gentleman who did our flight choreography for Mary Poppins, he was doing the flight choreography for the AFI special honoring Julie Andrews and so he called me and was like oh would you like to do this I'm like oh my gosh are you kidding (laughs) yeah it was pretty crazy actually my dressing room was supposed to be next to Julie's but they wanted it to be a surprise that I was flying as her so they put me on the other end of the theater yeah that wasn't great but but you got to to talk to her yeah I did I tracked her down at the end and she's just what a lovely lovely woman and you can tell a lot about a person from where they know Julie Andrews from. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I never thought about that, but you're right. The young, the the younger generations, like oh, the Princess Diaries, and you're like, have you ever heard of Mary Poppins? Have you ever heard of you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, like everything. But yeah, you tell a lot about a person. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you also did a few pageants when you were younger. Yeah. 1994, Miss Teen Maryland. 1997, Maryland Teen USA. How'd you get involved doing pageants? Well, I think it was because I always wanted to be a princess. And I saw somebody getting their glamour shots taken. And they had a crown on. It was like, Mom. So it was something that was always in my fantasy world, honestly. Um, My mom didn't make me do it. 
she did make me do Miss America because I was at NYU and tuition was very expensive. So, and I was going to be a serious actress then. So I was wearing off the pageant, but I'm so glad I didn't. Um, and I'm that I did do Miss New York and Miss America because that was a huge stepping stone for me. Also got me got me my first agent, uh, which is a big, a big deal. Yeah. And I was so shy as a child, even though I wanted to be a princess, <laughs> but it was like an idea of being a princess, you know, like, mm-hmm. just, yeah, like living out your fairy tale, which is a kind of theme for me in my life. <laughs> but it's also about how to ground that, you know, so pageants taught me how to set goals and how to own my own perspective and be a good communicator. Yeah. And when you did Miss America, you sang Take Me As I Am from Jekyll yes, High. I did. And how ironically you got to record that years later. <laughs> That's it's so funny how it came full circle. Actually, I was introduced to Frank by Kate Kindle, who was Miss America a couple of years before I went to the pageant. Yeah. So she so I owe so much to that whole journey as Miss America of yeah. uh, Miss New York. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Did you model for a Korean magazine? James Barber and I went over to Korea, South Korea, to do a concert of A Tale of Two Cities with the Korean cast of A Tale of Two Cities. When we were there, they had us shoot a spread for their September issue of a magazine, so a fashion magazine, and we had like really fancy clothes and they treated us so well. <laughs> it was really really a lot of fun but I love playing dress up you know yeah exactly Make well who doesn't want to play dress up right oh. remember when you let me play dress up in Mamma Mia wait you did know, I yes you did exactly see you may have you had me wear the tr yours the dancing queen oh yes okay because it originally oh, no I have pictures of that actually yeah You're right <laughs> it originally started out because I wanted to mail the letters oh okay yes because I was curious yes. where the letters went <laughs> Wait, so. didn't they go on like a step? They went on behind. Yeah. 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 Brandy humors my my Broadway obsession. So. <laughs> See, we always want to, all of us want to play make believe. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. And you also did daytime TV. See, she's done everything. She's done daytime TV. You were Siren and NBC's Passions. Very different from doing TV, doing stage, whatever. Soap operas are difficult. What's the most difficult thing about filming a soap opera? Oh, for me, it was they continued, continually sprayed me down with water because I had to be wet so much. I was freezing all the time because the air conditioning on the studio, uh, in the studio was so blasted because of all the lights. And so once I was wet in a shot and had to be continually wet throughout the scene and uh, we could shoot that scene over a couple days. So they would just, crew would come in with like spray me down with water and I'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so for me that was the hard part um there's also a lot of uh dialogue in daytime because you're shooting multiple episodes a day yeah so you really have to have be quick uh with the memorization daytime's first mermaid yeah yeah that was exciting i kind of had an inclination that she was going to be a mermaid during my screen test and i put all these like dreadlocks in my hair and like tried to give myself mermaid hair and it turned out uh, that worked in my favor because the uh, executive producer said something like, oh, call her in. She has mermaid hair. I knew it. <laughs> so it worked out for me. And you also played Cricket on Heart of Dixie. 
which is available on Netflix. What is your favorite thing about Cricket? Oh, she's just such a good hearted person. She just was trying so hard all the time. Yeah, she just she just tried hard. I really appreciate that. And that I I relate to that in her. Um, <laughs> she's so innocent and simple. And um, yeah, I really I really enjoyed playing her and those relationships I had with those girls on set were that was really fun for me. We used to have bell meetings off set, so we would just go and have some wine and, <laughs> and cheese and some karaoke or something. So besides countless TV shows, I mean, you've done a lot of TV shows. You've done Law and Order. You've done what are the ones you've done? You've done Numbers. You've done. Gosh, I forget. Shows done? I forget all this. Stuff. Mad you know, Men. I'm always right? so focused on the next thing. I know. I forget all that. Stuff. <laughs> like I feel like I've lived 17 lives. There's like television actors like. Boom. It's like, okay, Brandy's been on every single television show. You name it, she's probably done it. Besides television, you've also done film. You've done two films. You've done Confessions of a Shopaholic and Some Kind of Beautiful. Mm. Do you want to do more films or do you want to do more TV? I I know you're focused on your music right now, but. Well, this is interesting, actually. So I have a music video coming out on Friday. So this is another reason that music is such a wonderful gateway for me. Um, It's really allowed me to explore so many facets of myself. Um, and I'm in Chicago right now because I'm about to film my next music video for Transparency, which is going to be very different than the one that's released on Friday. So it's really let me kind of be the curator of my own theatrical voice, too. Uh, so that's been really exciting. It's been it's like I get to make my own short movies and produce them myself. And I hire a team and um uh, and that's been really exciting for me. So I'm really excited to explore more of that and to uh, get that, you know, perfect or be better about how I make that or, or grow in that way so that I can produce my own thing. Because that's eventually what I'd like to do is, is produce some, some longer content. Yeah, yeah definitely. And then you got to come back to New York and do another concert. Thanks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's on the list for sure. I'm going to be back, I think, before the end of the year. And so let's just say, let's say somebody calls you and they're like, hey, Brandy, so you can be in any Broadway show you want, past or present. We're going to we're going to do this just for you. What role would you want to play? What show and why? Oh, gosh, this is like the hardest question. Um, I know that's why I ask it. I didn't even anticipate this one. So, ah, good. (laughs) I don't want this answer to count, though. I mean. First one that comes to mind is Camelot, but I don't, but they just did that. So that's it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I just, it's because I love that score so much and I think it's fun. It's just fun. Um, and I find Arthur so wonderful. So I think it's, I think it's Camelot. I'm a little scared of My Fair Lady, but those are the, my, like, those are favorites of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely great shows. So besides, the music video coming out and new songs. Are there any other, is there going to be, um, is there going to be an EP? There will be. So I have, like I said, I've been working, I have all this like jazz music that I've recorded and I also, <laughs> so I've been trying to figure out what to release next. So I'm focused on pop first. That's where I want to uh, focus right now, but I'm considering the possibility of releasing all the theater songs that I haven't released together all together as one package because I'm really trying to explore right now with this 
new formatting that we get to enjoy, like to release a single at a time so that you can kind of engage with your audience and see what resonates with them. Because, you know, I'm making it for myself, but it's also for everyone else. And so I kind of want to go through that process before I release everything at once, see what people would want. And before we get to our last question, I would just like to remind everybody that if they like what they hear, they can go to at this performance podcast.com and there you can listen to episodes, find out ways to support this podcast, even send me a little note if you wish. And where can people go to find out more about you? They can go to my website or check me out on Spotify or my Instagram at Brandy Burkhart. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. And when you're in New York, you better call me. For sure. Because we're going to go out, do lunch, dinner, whatever. We will yeah. do a show together. Do some shows. For sure. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So thank you. And I'm looking forward to all the music you're going to release. And yeah, I'm so happy thank for you. Thank you so much. Yay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.